Welcome to the first podcast for How About That Cigar. My name is Matt. And I'm Garrett. And we are here to learn together with you all about the world of premium cigars. We are smoking the Cornelius and Anthony, the Gent. Um, do we have the same size? I didn't even look up. I'm sorry, what? Are our sticks <laughs> the same size, Matt? Um, or Vitola? I think so, okay. but I'm not going to compare them side by side. All right, we'll get the tape measure out later. But they, uh, no, this is the Corona Gorda. And uh, I don't have I don't have the stats in front of me, um, but it's... I do. Six and a half by 46. Five and a half Son by 46. A, I was so close. Um, and the country of origin is Nicaragua. Yes. And it is rolled at... Lizona. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's Lizona. We've got a Ecuadorian wrapper. The, bi <coughs> the binder is uh, USA. That's all they gave us on that. USA. USA. America. Uh, filler, Honduras, and Nicaragua. So we've got quite the blend going into this guy here. Yeah. Um, this is a brand that I've been a fan of. I mean, they've, they're pretty new to the market, mm -hmm. um, but I've been a fan ever since they came out and, uh, not just the blends and, and all that, but I love their branding scheme. I love the looks that they have. Uh, they've got this really awesome, uh, steampunk, uh, imagery on their, on their packaging. Um, and the people, you know, who, um, who make and sell these cigars are just really cool people. Uh, Stephen Bailey, uh, shout out Stephen. Um, well done on this cigar. It's uh, smoking very nicely right now, just in the first half inch or so. And uh, you know, I, I say right off the bat, you know, we have more to go, and we want to discuss more about it. But you know, I say we're well on our way to another winner from you guys. Good grief! Uh, you know, there are there are a few cigars that I love that I that I keep around, that I continue to stock my humidor with, that don't start as good as this one starts. Yeah. You know, and this is the first time I've had this cigar, so uh, I'm not, I, I don't have any idea of where this is going, but the the very footlight, it was bright and fruity. Yeah. And um, I don't know what else to, to put there, but it's good. Uh, perfect draw. Great smoke output, and uh, the the ash is very white. Yeah, it's really good. It's uh, you know I'm getting, you know it's a Nicaraguan cigar, uh, primarily Nicaraguan cigar, and it's made at Lazona, and not that, um, not that every cigar coming out of Lazona is the same because that's far from the truth. But there is, you know, especially with Nicaraguan cigars, there's there's one sort of trademark that you get from mm -hmm. so many Nicaraguan cigars and that is pepper yep and yeah I am getting that but it's not by any stretch overwhelming it's not the predominant it's on um, the back end yeah it's on the back end it's not it's not drowning out the palate so I can't taste anything or smell anything else uh, the retro hail's got a little bit of a zip to it I'm not gonna lie the, I'm not gonna the, retro this one the, the, the retro hail you know that's it's gonna your nose hairs are going to feel that little tingle. So, that wasabi. You know, just, but, but you have to do that. you got to every, 
you know, I don't know. I For me, I don't retrohale every time, but every, I don't know, 10 minutes. Yeah. One of the one of the draws I take, I'll I'll let some of it out through the nose just to make sure I get everything. And I only retrohale the cigars that I know are are mild to medium at most, um, because my sinuses will hurt me later. Yeah, there's there's something on the retrohale that I can't quite place yet. I'm well, not even on not even sure. even for me um, beyond that that fruity and pepper, I can't. There's something else there that I can't put my foot on. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure foot it out. On? I can't put my foot on it. You can't, can't put your foot through it? Nope. Around it? Nope. Behind it? Mm-mm. Well, maybe my finger. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, yeah. we might figure it out eventually. Right. So to kind of let you guys know a little bit about who we are and what we're doing here. Yeah, we should probably do that. A little bit. Um, my name is Garrett Robinson um, from St. Paul, Minnesota. And... Um, I've been smoking cigars for a little over 20 years now, and I've uh, fell in love with the culture, with um, cigars in general, and um, excited to start a new venture with Matt, both exploring the amazing world of cigars, cigar culture, and the cigars and accessories, everything um, in the premium cigar world we want to um, touch on, talk about, experience, and, and share with you, and hear from you, and about what you experience, and the things that maybe you want us to try, or check out, and talk about, so. Yeah, that's that's just it, we, uh, um, so my name's Matt, I'm also from Minnesota, um, and I have been a premium cigar smoker since 96 but premium cigars was was always you know something I was interested in but I never really dove in until uh I don't know five years six years ago I don't remember how many years ago it was um, but my wife can attest to this fact when I when there's something that I become uh, interested in then it it pretty much takes over um, every spare second that I have so when I'm not working when I'm out with my family doing family stuff then whatever that hobby is whatever that um, um, whatever that interest is it just takes over and that's really what's happened to me with premium cigars and I've been fortunate to be able to learn a lot but the fact is I am still a novice I still mm -hmm. there's so much more I have to learn um, and there's so much more out there to know and to discover and I'm so excited about this business this industry these people this culture the the products that it came to a point where I said let's let's go on some sort of uh, you know a trip together through this this new media venture and let's go on this trip together and learn what we can along the way and you know we'll learn from um, our goal is to have people from the industry come in and teach us our goal is to have people from the retail side come in and teach us um, other uh, other media people come in and teach yeah. us 
um, and honestly, even other uh, cigar smokers yep. of all different experience levels come yeah. in and and just we want we want to go through this thing together. And 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 the fact is, we know that we're not going to figure it out completely, but that's also part of the fun is knowing you can spend an entire day learning all this awesome stuff and your brain's filled with information and you feel like you're going to burst and then the next morning you wake up and you're ready to go learn more. Yeah. And that's what's exciting about this is um, going out and doing this together with, uh, you know, Garrett and I together and then with everybody listening and watching and reading the website. Um, you know, it's brand new and we're going we're gonna to do it together and even from the very beginning, you know, I've... so. I've never built a website before, um, and so this is my first time. When you guys go on HowAboutThatCigar.com, you're going to see, I promise you, you're going to see a few glitches. Please let us know about those. Yeah. There's a Contact Us page. Um, our email addresses are on there. Please let, if you see a glitch, if you see a mistake, um, anything, just let us know. We'd be happy to learn that information so we can get it corrected right away. Um, if you guys have any ideas for things you want us to talk about, please let us know that too. If there's cigars that you want us to review, let us know. And anything, uh, if there's a new brand that maybe we've never heard of, um, that's one of the things we want to do along the way. And you know, Garrett has experience in cigar media. I have experience in cigar media. Um, just out of respect for those media outlets. Um, we're not going to mention those names. We we love those guys, and yeah. we love everything they're doing. And eventually, once we get a green light from them, we want to be able to get together with them and and do you know do some collaborations, things mm -hmm. like that. But um, you know, we do have experience in cigar media, um, and we're not going to try to reinvent the wheel with with cigar media. We know that there's already a lot of great outlets out there, and we're not going to try to. Um, you know, have this great epiphany of, of cigar media. Um, uh, you know, we're not going to change the world of cigar media. But what we hope to do is is something... Bring you fresh content. Yeah, fresh content. And, and yes, you can get fresh content out there. But one of the things that we have seen as a trend that we want to try to get back to as far as... Um, cigar media goes, new cigar media, we want to focus on the consumers. Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of it, you know, from the time the seed is planted at that tobacco farm, the that end user, that consumer, you know, that the one who sits down and cuts that cigar, lights it, and experiences that that's what we want to talk about. That's what we want to learn. That's why we want to learn more about the process and the product is so that the consumers can have some fun along the journey with us and can maybe learn some new information that they never that they never knew before. And along the way, we hope to do some things that yes, are new and different and maybe add a little bit of spice um, so that maybe some of the things you've you've seen and heard from cigar media before maybe you'll get a little different take from us that's what we're hoping to do okay what you need to do is take a break from talking i do cause because my cigar is about to go out because i talk too much and um you're missing out on i'm hammering this thing because it is absolutely delicious all right so i talked all that time 
and this cigar is still just fine. I have not puffed on this cigar since the beginning of that, what, 40-minute rant or yeah, whatever it was. At least. And it's still going. Yeah. And it's delicious. This, uh, good grief. And it's a great price point, too. MSRP on this comes in under $10. So yeah, I think the Corona Gord is $7.95 um, for the MSRP for this size. Um, I have the, I only have the MSRP for, uh, and this, and this is the only size, Gordo. this is the only size that I've smoked. Is it? Oh, um, I haven't smoked the other sizes yet. Um, obviously, I mean, with any cigar, I'd love to try every size that's out there. Uh, it's not always the easiest thing to do, but eventually we will hopefully get to the point where we can sample every size that's available of, uh, of a given cigar. So I'm just excited about this whole venture that that we're that we're doing and what some of the things that you can expect is to see regular content we're not going to put something out and then wait you know three weeks and then put something else out uh, just so you know by the time that this actually hits and launches we are going to have a stock of other things that have that are in the pipe so that we can balance both life and this um, as we continue to, to uh, produce this content. So you'll be able to look forward to episodes of this both in podcast form on YouTube and see our reviews on the website on a, on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and that's, so we've been talking about this for a, lo a long time. Yeah. Um, and we really wanted to launch a while ago. Yep. Um, we had a couple false starts. Yep. You know, full disclosure, we had a couple false yep. starts. We had some, we just had some stuff go wrong. Um, recordings died, video died. We couldn't get things. Yeah, it's just and and a, a website platform that turned out to be an absolute disaster on earth. Nightmare. So we we had to um, transfer the domain to a different uh, um, different provider. So, you know, that's that's one of the things. We're just going to be out there and open about all this and yeah. when we screw up. Yep. So basically, the we've had a couple failures to launch, and uh, <laughs> um, but but the good part is that's given us some more time to sort of hone in and focus a little bit. And we didn't just want to launch the website with one page with one review and a page that said who we are and contact us. Yep. Because if we did that, then you guys wouldn't come back to the website and honestly I wouldn't blame I you I wouldn't either um, we want to have a, we want to have a lot of stuff on there for you guys to read and for you guys to you know a lot of reviews for for you guys to look at and, and maybe it's reviews of cigars that you haven't seen before maybe it's maybe it's a cigar that you've seen reviewed on another site that you know maybe we give it a super high score and some other site crapped all over it and didn't like it yep. you never know taste is subjective so um, but we wanted to make sure we had a good amount of content before we went live. Yep. <clears throat> and on that note, as you're listening to this and um, in our future podcasts as well, we're going to rely heavily on your comments. Um, you know, I know from experience as a consumer of certain media and things never to look at the comments well now we kind of have to yeah you know um but in all honesty we're going to rely on your comments your your feedback 
and sift through the good and the bad and you know let us know what what you're enjoying what what you like what isn't working for you um and we can you know refine this uh, you know this podcast and, and youtube channel and this you know how about that cigar together yeah that's what we're really looking to do this is this is for um for you guys so um one of the things i'd like to do garrett is i want to talk i, I kind of just want to walk people through um, some of the content that we are looking forward to yeah. putting out there. Walk walk everybody through it, just a little, give a little bit of an overview of what we're planning on doing. And But before we do that, I want to give a little flavor update here on the, uh, on the gent. Mm-hmm. So why don't you jump in? <clears throat> that fruity flavor has, um, has left the building. Da-da-da, and da-da-da. Sorry, that's a little Elvis humor. If you don't know Elvis humor, then I need to teach you Elvis humor. Then we can be friends. Proceed. The that um, spice on the back has remained consistent. Yeah, it's there. It is there. It's not really getting any stronger, I would say. Um, but if if a cigar could be both smooth with a little spice on the end, that's what this is. Yeah. It's so strange. It is remarkably smooth on the draw and on the exhale. Um, it's smooth right up until the end. That spice just comes in and, and kind of uh, tickles it on the end. Yeah. As far as flavors, I still can't put my foot on it. So there's... Or my finger. There's something that that I'm finally starting to... It's light is starting to come to it, and I'm starting to realize that it's buttery mm. with that there's spice on the back end through the retrohale through the nose but the texture of it and the the flavor on the back of the palate I'm getting this butteriness and um, okay and, and roasted to... roasted something pecans or I can't quite tell but some roasted roasted nuts of some kind so as uh... <clears throat> You may know, Matt has uh, been speaking majority of the time, and as he's speaking, I'm <laughs> literally destroying the cigar. And I, I always smoke faster than him, by the way. Yeah, and true story. And he's killing me on this right now, because I won't so shut up. So I'm ahead of him. I won't shut up. Um, I would like to recant my last... Uh, it, the cigar has just transitioned now to more spice, uh, and... And whatever that flavor is, I don't, I, I can't, I like it. Yeah, there's sweetness there too, though. There is a sweetness there. The it's aroma, not the, fruitiness, the aroma has sweetness. Sweet. Brown sugar, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's it. So it's it's just a good mix, a good balance. There's Gosh, there's is. nuttiness, there's creaminess, there's sweetness, and there's spice. Yeah. So right now, at least, and I'm behind. I'm falling behind, but you know, getting close to the halfway point for me. Um. There's just a lot of different yeah. things going. I would going. think if, uh, if Bobby Flay were to <laughs> construct a cigar, I think this would be it. It's, uh, it's spice forward, and, and it has a lot of wonderful accompaniments. Accompaniments. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of friends coming to the party that um, perfectly balance. 
The flavor on this thing is just outstanding. I so desperately want to use TV chef catchphrases right now, but I, we'd probably get in trouble for it. We might. Damn. I know. Well, that's okay. That's all right. But yeah, it's good. And uh, it's progressing nicely. And I'm I am uh, starting to catch up because... Yeah, now I'm talking a little bit more. I, and I blab a lot. So let's go down the... Kind of yeah. go down the line a little bit. Talk about yep. Talk about our our content overall. What we're hoping to accomplish, and uh-huh. we'll start with the basics, which is what most cigar media outlets do, which is reviews. Mm-hmm. So, talk a little bit about that. <clears throat> the one thing that you can always count on here is that none of these episodes will be scripted. Um, it will all be raw media. You know, we might have... Wait, you missed a page. Oh. Am I ahead of you? <laughs> Shoot. Uh, we might uh, we might have little segments uh, that we repeat that um, will be a part of our content, but all of everything that we do is all raw, natural, nothing rehearsed or, <clears throat> or played. So in our cigar review... Uh, Matt has actually laid out a really cool format for um, the how we are going to rate and um, review each cigar and that scoring is different is going to be a little bit different than how uh, others do it now we are still using a 0 to 100 scale uh, like everybody, because going dun, away dun, from the, dun, dun, dun. going away from that at this point is just I, I don't know. It just works for us. It works for it us. Works for and us. it makes it's, sense. Yeah, it it's <clears throat> so we thought a lot about this. <laughs> we did. Um, and in the end, for us, it just makes sense for us to do to stick with what is love it or hate it. It's the industry standard. And it's not, honestly, it's not just the industry standard for cigars. You look at so many other products that, consumable products that get reviewed on a regular basis. Cigars, wine, bourbons, other spirits, foods. I mean, the 100-point scale is... Beanie Babies. (laughs) Beanie Babies, yes, exactly. Brake pads. Yeah, brake pads. (laughs) That might be five star. (laughs) Yeah, five. Again, Auto parts have, is the exception. See, I have so many jingles running through my head right now, and I can't do it. I can't. Oh. Uh, All right. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stick with the hundred point scale, um, but we we have a little bit of a twist to the scale. Um, so the first is, um, we'll just give you our basic rundown of the ranges, the scoring ranges. Um, so if the cigar scores ninety six points up to a hundred points. Um, first of all, that's going to be exceptionally rare. Um, if, if, if you ever see a score on how about that cigar of 96 to a hundred points, um, then that's basically something that we recommend you buy immediately. And the, the, the long explanation is 96 to a hundred is Phenomenal, and that is how about you crawl across a desert in bare feet with no water while being forced to listen to Nickelback on repeat 
just so you can buy the last box of these left on planet Earth because it's just that freaking delicious. And seriously, it makes me feel weird in my giggly places. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of a long explanation, but I we couldn't really put it into words. No, and <clears throat> and I and I do want to talk a little bit about. You wonder sometimes about. Uh, I'm not going to call out any. Um, you know, magazine, premium magazine, or other media. Uh, Are there still print magazines for cigars? cigars? Uh, maybe. Print. If there is, print magazines. and if they were to use I'll a 100 that. You know, point system, sometimes when you read those ratings, or the Cigar of the Year, or the list that they put out, you just wonder, you know, how did that cigar get in there? Sometimes or you wonder. I do How wonder. did that cigar get that such a high yeah. rating? You can be, you know, sure that when we give a cigar a 96 or above... It's because we were paid off. It, we <laughs> have cashed that check. No, no, no. <clears throat> I'm, I'm always going to throw sarcasm in, so sorry about that. Both no, of it's, us. It's, it's, uh, it will be a legit cigar. Yeah, it's, we're not going to throw BS around it because... We don't have time for BS, and we know that you guys listening and watching and reading don't have time for it either. So you just kind of want the straight, straight scoop, and that's what we're going to try to always give you. Um, so next layer down um, on the 100-point scale, 91 to 95. We call that very good, and following along with our theme, we say, how about a box? That means go. You should. this is a cigar you should buy a box of because it's something that's good enough where you'll want to have it on hand to keep in your regular rotation and especially hand out to friends. Yep. And uh, going then to 81 to 90, good. How about a fiver? You know, something that if you see on, you know, on a sale at either local B&M, which we highly recommend you get a relationship with B&Ms, we'll talk about that later, uh, buy a fiver, or if you see a fiver online, um, go ahead and yeah, you know, buy that fiber. Yeah, because buying honestly, if you think about the last time you went into a cigar shop, and if you were a person of, you know, of average United States income, whatever the crap that might mean, but you're not going into a cigar shop with, you know, the, with the aspirations of buying one or two boxes of cigars. Most consumers don't. Really? It's just a fact. So when you're going into that brick and mortar shop, you're going in there to pick up some cigars, maybe just for that visit, and maybe to hold you over for the week. Mm-hmm. And so if it's in that 81 to 90 range, that means grab a handful of them yep. before you leave the store because it's something that you're going to enjoy. And, and again, we're going to say this a lot, give it out to friends too because that's important. 72 to 80, <clears throat> acceptable. How about try one? Yeah. Um, maybe something you wouldn't keep on regular rotation in your humidor or to-go box, but, you know, one that uh, maybe you haven't had in a while or, you know. Yeah. It's one that isn't a bad cigar. It's a good cigar. Yeah. And part of that is, for that rating, and, and how about try one, is taste is subjective. Yeah. So Garrett and I sitting here smoking this Cornelius and Anthony cigar or other cigars we're going to smoke in the future, some of the reviews that you guys might read on howaboutthatcigar.com, 
we have our own palettes. They're going to be cigars that Garrett and I reviewed together, and he's going to like it. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Or he's going to rate it a 92. I'm going to rate it an 82. Yep. Taste is subjective. So we say, you know, if, if but if, if he and I come to a consensus together when we say, okay, this cigar, you know, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. There, there could be a lot of cigar smokers out there who, if we tell you to go try one, you're going to try it, and you're going to love it. And that's going to become part of your regular rotation, and that's good, um, because you know, either we have different flavor profiles than you guys do, or we're just idiots. Mm -hmm. Very possible. Yeah. Very possible. I'm probable. Not rule that out. Probable. <laughs> uh, another good, you know, the seventy-two to eighties. <clears throat> um, I, you know, those are sticks that I keep around too, as what I consider yard gars. Um, that's a cigar that I will take fishing or to the cabin or to those. If it falls in the lake, I'm not going to be mad, you know, that that cigar fell in the lake either because its price point typically is, is going to be lower, but it's going to be an acceptable cigar for me to be doing active, you know, things out in the yard or, you know, fishing, hunting, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So they're good cigars that they burn well. Yep. Um, they have decent enough flavor that you're not going to chuck it across the street. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are cigars that will say, yeah, pick one up, and if you may luck out and you may love it, and, and then that'll just become your jam. Yeah. I just said your jam. You, wow. You did. That is really sad. Really sad. That's uh, not going to be my last uh, Fresh Prince reference. <laughs> How about uh, 71 or under? How about no? How about no? How about no? Yeah, yeah. If it's if it scores a seventy-one or below, that so chances are that we're not going to review a lot of those no, cigars that's because probably going to be less than the ninety-six to one hundred. It's rare that we're going to review cigars like that. Every once in a while, some surprises are going to pop up, and you know, love it or hate it, we're going to publish it. And and. This is an industry that we want to see grow and flourish. Yeah. And we're not going to be quick to, you know, just drag somebody's either new cigar or first cigar uh, through the mud because we had one bad cigar. Every once in a while, you know, people make a, a bad cigar. It happens. Yeah. You know, so um, we will make sure that if we have a bad experience that we will confirm it by having yeah more than just one absolutely and it's a natural product made with completely natural materials made by hand mm -hmm. and mistakes happen yeah you know and every once in a while even with the best brands the highest money brands best rollers it's it while it's yes it's more rare with those brands yep bad ones slip through every now and again yep so uh I can count on Good one for finger. you. I know. Oh, I finally. So yeah. I'm so proud of you. Shapes are next week. <laughs> I can uh, honestly say that in 20 years of smoking, um, you know, and this is not a. I'm not trying to plug, but I'm just saying, I have only had one bad padrone in my life. One. You know, and um, there's a few others like I've never had a poorly um, performing David off. 
never had a poorly perforated. I, I've heard that, you know, so it can happen, but it is just super rare for some of those ultra premium cigars to yeah. perform badly. Yeah, that's true. And some, it's the standard some brands. that they, you know, and Padron did a really cool thing, um, I don't know how long ago, when they started serial numbering every single of their premium brand cigars. So not their classics, not the thousand series, but um, their 64s and 26s are all serial numbered. Yeah. Um, for that quality control piece, and that is hugely important to them. Yeah. And it shows. Yeah. Yeah. Some brands, they just, they really have gotten the consistency thing um, down to a, a good, a good science, a good art. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, the the. The low-end brands, while some of them can be outstanding, unfortunately, sometimes you're going to see quality control issues. Yep. Um, and we're going to be honest about it when we see them. Yep. So, uh, come what may, we're just going to we're going to tell the truth. Um, one other piece that we're going to add to it is um, that we're calling the the point allowance differential, and that sounds all beautiful mindish, but it's we're going to shorten it up to the PAD and basically in a nutshell what that means is if you've got if we're reviewing a $30 cigar and which is a extremely high price point you know in in uh, in the general consumer market if at the end of the day when we've had a few of those cigars and we compile the final score for that cigar if if the flavor profile the burn performance and you know just the basic feel of that cigar our general impressions of that that cigar after reviewing it are um, put it in a price point lower than that $30 and if it's extreme if, if the differential is is extreme then we're going to apply a point differential maybe minus one or minus two so and then you could also have some you could go out there and find yourself a three dollar cigar and you bought you pick up two or three of them at the brick-and-mortar shop you take them home you smoke them you take notes and you say to yourself this cigar tastes really good all three were consistent the flavors were consistent. They all burned properly. That's better performance than a $3 cigar. So therefore, the point differential is going to be a plus one or a plus two. And that's something you'll see at the bottom when you when you scroll to the bottom and read through our reviews on HowAboutThatCigar.com. You'll see that at the bottom where you'll see some final notes about our thoughts on the cigar. You'll see the overall score. And the overall score stands, by the way. The, the point differential isn't going to, uh, in the end, take points away or add points to that final score. It's just a reference point for everybody reading. That, you know, this, basically, if, if the number is on the positive side, then it smokes better than its price. And if the number's on the negative side, then it smokes lesser than its price. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Absolutely. <clears throat> and... And cigar manufacturers want to hit the price point for their cigars. Yeah. They, you know, um, so 
a lot of times they listen to some of these reviews. I don't want to, you know, get grandiose ideas thinking that they're all of a sudden going to start listening to this and, and following um, our, you know, point allowance differential. But um, they start, they can notice that by how many of these cigars are leaving the shelves yeah. at that price point. And retailers are a big part of, you know, where cigars get get priced at. Yeah. Um, you know, if uh, I've worked at a cigar uh, B&M uh, part-time and as needed for a few years, and I can tell you that there are cigars that are great cigars, but are probably priced a little too high. They don't leave the shelves. The owner just, he needs to make room for somebody else whose cigar will sell better there because at the end of the day it's a business right yeah and um it didn't help either one of them it didn't help the retailer and it didn't help the manufacturer so they want to hit it right and we're just going to try and um you know from our perspective figure out where that cigar should be yeah that's a good point because it could i mean we, like you said, we don't have any grandiose ideas that manufacturers are going to listen to us that because that's not really what it's about. But, right. but manufacturers don't want to see their cigars in the bargain bin. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Um, they want they want to know that when their products are leaving the warehouse, headed to their brick and mortar shops, that they have them priced appropriately so that the so that the owners and the salespeople at the brick and mortar shop can move that product. Yep. Um, and part of that is, you know, and we'll learn more about this in the future. Um, part of that is going to be making sure that the manufacturers and the salespeople work with those brick and mortar shops to to learn how to sell that product, learn learn how to place it, learn how to uh, promote it, things like that, so that the product actually moves because. <laughs> If you buy, you know, the let's take for example, we will we will talk about cigar aficionado. Yes, it's true. There are print magazines oh, still left in the world. That's a thing. That's a thing. Okay. Yeah. And um, cigar aficionado, their number one cigar for this year, for last year technically that just was uh, announced, the EP Carrillo Encore in the majestic size, which is roughly a robusto. Um, that cigar, just a few months ago, was in bargain bins in brick-and-mortar shops all across the country. There were online retailers that I was seeing selling those for far below MSRP. MSRP. Yeah. And it was so sad because it is a legit, delicious cigar. It's a great cigar. And then, of course, there were... There and there are some brick and mortar owners out there who don't really follow cigar aficionado, <laughs> and you start to learn about oh, there's a customer coming in asking for this this encore cigar. Oh yeah, they're down they're down there on the floor in the in the plexiglass bins <laughs> down there on the floor, and you just think no no no. Uh, so you know that's that's one of the things that we're going to learn more about together as we go through this. Uh, this whole crazy journey. Absolutely. Um, we're also going to probably not super often uh, because um, the cigar accessory world is um, th- there's just not as much going on uh, as far as what I can tell in the cigar accessory market. But from time to time, 
we will see a lighter that catches our fancy that's that's new and different and looks cool or maybe has a different uh, functional mechanism or something and we'll review it for you guys just so you can you can check it out and we'll keep it simple on those and just give a basic you know zero to a hundred score and we'll say yes we recommend it or no we don't one of the things that we are most likely never going to spend any time on is Cuban cigars mm. that may change and honestly all of this may change because like we said along the way we'll get ideas and notes from you guys you love this part you hate that part here's some suggestions that kind of thing that may change where eventually yes we start looking into um, the Cuban cigar market obviously that will change if that this, changes <laughs> if, if, the, if the moronic embargo ever goes away you know and and uh, and Cuban products are able once again to be sold on US soil if that happens then obviously we will add that into the rotation but for now the variables are too limitless yeah when it comes to accessibility yeah. and the the box dates and which factory it was made in it's there's just there's far too many variables that are outside of normal controls and we're just going to stay away from that we want to focus on cigars that can be purchased in the United States and that's where we're going to keep our focus. And there's a ton of cigars to go through that... Oh, yeah. You know, um, at this point in the domestic market, there, I mean, we would be here for years and years and years at this point, and not to mention what's going to come up ahead. In addition to that, we are also going to be launching, you know, we'll have shows where we do what's called a throwback review, where we review some of the golden oldies of, of the cigar industry. Um, if you don't know, the 1990s was one of the most amazing decades for the cigar industry. And um, there are pillars that started in that era or before that people just don't talk about any, any longer. You know, it's not, they're not reviewed really any longer. And um, I've got, you know, a handful of great classics that I go back to that I enjoy either for nostalgia or, you know, just, hey, that I know that's a dang good cigar that I haven't had in a long time. And so we're going to be bringing some of those. And, you know, we know, Matt and I know plenty of people who it's like food or beer or anything else, right? You find the one thing that you like and that's their cigar, yeah. you know? I know the guys at the shops that I, you know, I know this guy, he's a Fuente guy. I know that guy's a Padron guy. I know this guy is, you know, smoking that. And they have found that cigar that they like, and that's just what it is. They're yeah. not, you know, variety guys where they're smoking a lot of different cigars. And if that's you, that's awesome. You yeah. Know? Glad you're here with us. Would like to hear about what your cigar is that is just, that's your cigar. Yeah. So we're going to hit some of those classics. Yeah, because like you said, the market, I mean, cigar market's not new. No. And so many, so, so many smokers who are new to premium cigars in the last even 10 years. Right. Um, they, 
don't get a lot of information about brands that have been on the market for more than 10 years. Right. Um, and we want to go back and and that's what the the flashback review is going to focus on. If it's a premium cigar where that facing has been on the market for more than 10 years, we're going to go into the brick and mortar shop and we're going to pick up a couple of them. Yep. And we're going to review them and say these this is what this cigar with this brand name on it is smoking like today in yep. 2019, 2020 and beyond. Uh, and because the fact is they may not be new and flashy and sexy, but they are staple brands that, in a, a lot of cases, are best sellers at the brick and mortar shops that you go to every day. Yep. And why not? Why not go back and remind ourselves of some of those great cigars that? Oh. I forgot all about that one. Absolutely. Let's try it again. Let's see. Let's see what it's like now. Yep. Maybe maybe it was one of your favorite brands back in the day, and maybe your tastes have changed and you've become more sophisticated. That's great. And I I feel like I'm that way, but I still don't want to forget, you know, this the things that got me here. Yep. So. The other part that you can be rest assured in, we are not going to touch the world of politics with the exception of maybe some news about FDA stuff. Um, we might, you know, uh, talk about news as it, um, and share some opinions maybe about the FDA deal. Outside of that, this is gonna be a political and, you know, hot button topic free zone for other things, you know, religion and, and other stuff. So just feel, uh, just know that we're not going to, um, be a cigar slash politics slash you know yeah we don't have time for that we don't have time for that you don't have time for that no and this is a break from from all of that yeah so well and, the, and for the most part so you go to a brick and mortar cigar shop you sit down you smoke with your friends yeah. smoke with guys you've never met before girls you've never met before yeah for the most part you don't hear people talking about that crap no because people don't want to talk about it they want to escape from Twitter and Facebook and all the nonsense going on out there. Yep. They just want to talk about the game and their favorite cigar their and this families. new beer they're tried, their kids, their yep. families, their maybe struggles they're having at work and they want to vent a little bit. But people don't vent about, for the most part, I know there's guys out there that just can't help bringing that crap up, but for the most part, people in cigar shops just focus on topics that are going to keep everything at a nice even keel instead of yeah. the nonsense out there and we're going to do the same thing here absolutely and you know and look forward to, to hearing your stories as well like we talked about earlier Matt was saying that this is going to be consumer focused we want to tell the stories of the consumers there's I know every cigar shop has at least one old timer there who's been you know smoking since the Lincoln administration <laughs> you know and we want to hear about you know cigars and what cigar culture has meant to so many people uh, likewise we want to hear from you guys and what uh, cigars means to you and um, yeah excited to uh, to do that um, we have a lot more to talk about as far as you know the beginnings of how about that cigar um, some more of the things that we're going to focus on 
uh, on the site. And so what we'll do is I think we'll save it till episode two. Yeah, and uh, as a final note, I'm I am quite a bit ahead of Matt at this point. I'm, yeah, he's he's kicking my ass because I'm I just won't shut up. I am near nubbing at this point, and I can say that this cigar for me has burnt perfectly. It has performed perfectly. The draw has been outstanding the whole way. That spice has been consistent through the whole thing. It was at the back palate for the first half, and then after that second half, that transition that happened, it became really spice forward, but not like a huge, um, real peppery spice cigar um, like some others I've had, you know, like not like a San Andreas or, or something right. like that, but that spice is, is the prominent characteristic of the cigar, and it is fantastic. Yeah. I love this cigar. And this, so this is your first one? My first the, one. So I've smoked a couple of these already. And the good thing for me is that it's, it's consistent with the other ones I've smoked. Awesome. The tastes are the same. The flavor profile is the same. I have some notes in my phone from the previous times that I've tried it. And um, I'm getting the same thing now where usually with a cigar, as you get down towards the nub, the retrohale starts to intensify. Mm -hmm. And it starts to get more you get more burn from pepper. This one actually smooths out. So if you retrohale this one now, you're actually gonna get a smoother, less really? bite. Yeah, that's that's what I've gotten from it, and I'm getting the same thing right now, where you know, I've got two inches of cigar left, you're down to yep. an inch and a half, yep. and it's smoother now than it was before. Wow. The pepper's still there, definitely, yep. and I'm getting some kind of interesting sort of a floral, it's super subtle. It's yeah. not tons of. It's yep. not flowery, but yep. I'm just getting a little bit of a sort of a floral note that's kind of cool with that sweetness that's still there. So, and um, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this. Um, there's sometimes with spice in cigars that I call the Listerine effect, where the longer you hold it in your mouth, the spicier it gets. You know, with if you're if you're a Listerine or a mouthwash person and the longer you hold that Listerine in your mouth, the kind of more intense that it, it can get. That is what it's kind of doing to me right now with this cigar, is the longer I hold that smoke in my mouth, the spicier that it, it gets. You getting that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's really something I don't do very often. Um, I typically, I'll take a draw, and I'll start to exhale right away and then let maybe the last 30% of that smoke out through the nose just so I can get that. But yeah, this time I held that in for a few minutes or a few seconds and that spice did intensify. Yeah. And, and it gave me this sort of leathery, you know, You know what? Aroma. That's what it is. Leather. That's what I got. It's leather. It's spice and leather. And yeah. I want to rub it on my face. <laughs> Please tell me you got that. Please tell me you got that. No, we got that. This um, is... Yeah. Uh, and just so you know, this is not going to be a typical for me, um, where I am raving about a cigar so much. I'm really excited to try another one. I'm glad Matt has said that this is a consistent uh, cigar. And, yep, I would rate this one very high. 
Yeah, burn line's good. I mean, it's not perfect. It's a box press, um, and it's a thinner ring gauge box press. So, yep. you know, you're not going to get those thick chunks of ash. That This is not the cigar to have a long ash contest with. No. But, you know, it, it's... It's a, bit, it's a bit flowery, if you know what that means, on your ash, where after the ash gets to a half inch or more, it starts to flower at the top and can start to, to chunk off into little chunks. Um, that's not a negative. It's just how some ashes go. Yeah. So, long story short, the Cornelius and Anthony the Gent. Uh, Corona Gorda size specifically, uh, but I say go out there, pick up multiples of these in any size you can get your hands on. Yep. It's at least a fiver. Yeah, it's at least a fiver, maybe higher. We're going to, yeah. you know... We'll see how the numbers turn out, but... Yeah, but it's a definitely a cigar we think you guys should try. And I will be picking up more myself, I know. Yeah, um, absolutely. So. I will as well. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for joining us for our first episode. And uh, look forward to seeing you guys down the road as we continue this journey. And please let us know in the comments of how this went, what, what we can improve upon. Yeah, you tell us what you want to hear. And we are uh, we're going to learn along the, the way with you guys. And uh, as we're going to try to close off every uh every podcast with we just want to say burn cigars not bridges Mm. thanks guys we'll see you later